0: Genesis chapter 12 this morning. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 12, please. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. Thank you for your faithful love. God, we're so blessed that, that you love us so much and that you've made salvation possible for us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, your Son. And you've made it available through faith alone so that we have nothing to attain. You have attained it all for us. We all that is left for us to do is to turn in our hearts from our sin and believe that Jesus paid for the sins of the whole world in his perfection in his death, burial and resurrection trust in that alone God, salvation is a gift just like you said it is thank you for that, dear Lord dear God, I thank you for the word that's gone forth already in our Sunday school hour here with the children and the adults And Father, help us to heed what we have learned. Uh, dear God, I pray for the filling of your spirit uh, preaching and teaching this message this morning. I pray you'd fill my wife with your spirit, heavenly Father, and help her and give her grace as she ministers in sign uh, to the death. And Father, we're thankful for each one here this morning. I I believe you have brought us here. I'm thankful for those that are with us online. I'm thankful uh, for the many labors of your people, and the prayers that are mes- necessary to make these services work uh, and uh, go forth as they do, Father, it's wonderful. And I pray you do in our hearts as we look once again uh, at at missions, uh, Lord. I know it is on your heart, uh, and uh, and I pray that you would just direct us individually and as a church, Father, in what you'd have us to do regarding missions and. And Father, help us each to be a missionary where we are at, among our neighbors and friends and co-workers and family. Father, uh, we praise your name. We thank you for Christ, for his love and sufferings. We thank you for your spirit who quickens us and seals us that moment we trust in your blessed Son. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Have your way in the service now today. Uh, edify your church may your word go forth there may be one uh, receiving the message this morning who doesn't know for sure they're they're saved doesn't know for sure their sins are forgiven Uh, father they're not if they've not yet called upon you and i pray that they would discern how to do that this morning and, and 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 just ask you in repentance for that forgiveness and that gift that comes through faith in christ alone Oh God, it is our heart's desire that you'd work on us and uh, and, and and minister to all those receiving your word this morning. Father, we pray. I pray you'd be with those in the nursery, filled with thy spirit, watching the children. I'm thankful for that. And now speak to us, Lord, just afresh and anew. Father, we pray and ask it in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. We set aside November, kind of, uh, at least uh, the latter part of November, as focusing upon missions. I'll focus upon missions one more time today and yet tonight as well. And we'll look at the, the call of missionary in, dif- in different aspects. Um, uh, uh, this morning we'll look at one aspect of it, and tonight we'll look at another, passage, another aspect of it. But uh, Abraham uh, was called out of, Ur of the Chaldees, to go into a land that god would would show him and there is certainly a great illustration of a missionary faith here it is it is a missionary faith he was going on a mission for god he was going to do what god called him to do and to be the witness uh that god called him to be uh where he would go Uh, we consider uh the call of god a call of god to uh, to the missionary and uh First of all, a missionary call is, number one, um, a a call of separation to God. It is, number one, a call of separation to God. Uh, The Lord had said unto Abram, Get out of of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house. Uh, It is a call of separation uh, to God. Uh, We as uh, Christians, we believe in separation... Uh, we understand that we are called to be separated from the evils of the world uh, where every believer is. Uh, and uh, in 1 John 2 1, the scripture says, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. For Christians who sin, uh, as who John's writing to there, uh, even when you sin, Christ is still your advocate. <laughs> and uh, all your sins, as a matter of fact, the sins of the whole world, past, present, or future, were paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. There's no payment left to be made for those. Uh, he paid them all. Those who believe in him uh, get, get the uh, payment of their sins credited to their account in full. And uh, you say, well, what if after we sin? Well, if after you're born again, if after you sin, that then what does God do? God chastens us, and uh, and he and he uh, uh, just like a loving parent uh, chastens their children when they do wrong. Yet they're still in the family; they don't get kicked out of the family, and uh, and they're still loved just as much. Um, so, uh, and God works that way with us. Uh, we're not we're not to sin. We ought to wake up in the morning, I don't want to sin today. And if we mess up, then there's repentance. Uh, The Holy Spirit will convict our hearts. Uh, He'll help the believer feel sorry about that sin. And then what? You confess that sin to God. Don't confess it to a priest. Don't confess it to a preacher. Uh, Confess it to God. Amen. And uh, there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Okay, He's the only one you need to tell. Lord, this is what I did wrong. This is how I sinned against you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And your relationship is made right again. It didn't remove you from being a child of God if you're born again. If you trust Christ as your Savior, that's never going to happen. But your rela- our relationship is strained afterwards. And we're thankful that we can be right with God. We're called to be separate from the sins of the world. Uh, 1 John 2.15 Love not the world. Neither are the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now what things of the world is he talking about? Well, he's not talking about people here. For God so loved the world, amen? That's people. He's talking about the things that drive this world system. And he goes on to define that. In 1 John 2. He says in verse 16... For all that is in the world, the lusts of the flesh, that is, the desires of this flesh of ours, the lust of the eyes, and uh, many people think material things will answer all your problems. If you just have more money, you can take care of the problems. No, this problem is money can't solve. <laughs> this problem is material things can't solve. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the, and the pride of life uh, goes, goes on to say there. Uh, uh, all these things, it's not of the, wor- of the Father, but, it- but it's of the world. The world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So it's not about living for what makes you feel good, that's lust of the flesh. Living for riches and such, thinking that's the answer, lust of the eyes, pride of life, thinking well I will be somebody. I'll be the best whatever, everybody will look up to me at pride of life those things the bible says are not of god uh, but uh, but what uh, but but he that doeth the will of god abideth forever amen do god's will uh, seek to know jesus christ personally in your life receive him as your savior and and let him lead you through life follow him become a disciple of jesus christ um, we see uh that we are called to be separate. First Corinthians six seventeen, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And he's talking about just staying away from the sins of the world again, the evil things. And uh, uh, he goes on to say in verse in chapter seven verse one, having there in Second Corinthians uh, seven one, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now, we won't attain perfect holiness in practice before we leave this earth, okay? Uh, When you get saved, God looks at you as holy positionally. He He knows... And you and I each know about ourselves. We're not wholly perfect practically. Amen. But what? We can be more and more like Christ every day. And that's what God wants for us. And by the way, one day he'll finish that job. Amen. And when he comes back, we'll be as much like Christ as we'll ever be. And that'll be a wonderful time, folks. That'll be a wonderful time. And we look forward to that. Uh, so we, we're, we separate from the world. It's evil. It's not the people. Well, we still love the people, amen. God wants all of the people to be saved and trust Jesus Christ as their Savior for the forgiveness of their sins. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And the Bible simply says in Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, what? Shall be saved. I love those three words. (laughs) Our part whosoever call it, shall call upon the name of the Lord Lord help me I'm a sinner I'm sorry for my sins forgive me save me that's our part shall be saved that's God's part we believe calling upon Christ to forgive us and save us we believe God does the saving amen is it, you say is it, is it that simple preacher it's that simple you say that seems pretty cheap oh no 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 God's son paid a dear price for that God's Son, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left what? A crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. And he does that for everyone once we call upon him. We're called to be separate from the sins of the world, to walk in in, in a godly and live in a godly manner. Jesus uh, said in John seventeen, fifteen, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. We're going to be around people that uh, don't love God. We're going to be around people that that actually enjoy doing evil things. We're going to be around people like that. But God loves them. And we are to love them they're lost. God wants them to be saved. But we don't what? We don't partake of the evils. We don't go to the wrong places they go. We don't tell the wrong jokes that they tell. We don't laugh at the wrong jokes that they tell. Uh, We don't don't get involved in the evils of the world. uh, The things that that, that they get involved in. Uh, We're in the midst of them though. Uh, Paul writes in Philippians 2.15. We are to be blameless and harmless. The sons of God without rebuke. In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Among whom... Ye shine as lights in the world. What do you need light for if it's not dark? I find the light is most effective well, when you stick it in a dark room, amen? And that's why, you know, if, if Christians just spend all, all their time around Christians, you know, uh, light doesn't, you know, they're, 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 we're not fulfilling all of God's purpose for us. We are to be a light to the lost, too. And to love them as well, and and uh, communicate with them, and have have uh, correspondence with them as God directs and as God God guides and, and directs our neighbors. Our neighbors ought to know we love them. Amen. They ought to know that we're ready. There, we're there to, ready to help them if they if they have some problems. Well, was talking about that in the lesson this morning, and they ought to know that uh, separation in in holiness and in purity in, in, of life. Now. When I said this is a call to separation to God for the missionary, the call of separation for the missionary is certainly that, but it's more than that. Abraham was what? Abraham was called to what? Separate from his family. He was called to go someplace else, away from his family, to leave his father and his mother and and uh, and, and their occupations and where they lived all the life, and go somewhere else. That's, uh, that's the kind of separation a missionary is also called to. But I mentioned the first kind of separation because if we as believers are not growing in that kind of separation, you're probably not going to get the call to go be a missionary, okay? Because God wants you to be separating from the world in purity and, and in your life, drawing closer to Him. And uh, you know, if, if we're putting that aside, ah, eh, you're probably not going to hear in your heart that call to be a missionary, <laughs> uh, uh, that call to you know to separate uh, f- from your family. But uh, uh, God wants uh, to use clean vessels, doesn't He? And uh, when you want when you want to use a vessel in the house uh, for some for some honorable use, you don't grab a dirty one out of the sink. Okay, uh, you grab a clean one. So those who are not purging themselves from false teaching and false living are not ready to serve God in, in honorable purposes as believers. In 2 Timothy 2.20, Paul was addressing some false teachers and uh, and uh, some, some false living. And then he wrote about that. In a great house... Uh, Christianity, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, from the false teachers and the false livers that call themselves Christians, if a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. You see, if we would desire to be uh, a missionary, which very well may be that call from God, that's not going to happen unless what? We're letting God cleanse our lives. We're We're separating from Christians who don't draw closer to God. We're separating from those who call themselves believers yet teach false doctrines. He wasn't writing about the world there. He was writing about those who call themselves Christians. Paul said, purge yourself from these. Don't be like them. Uh, and so, and so uh, he, he wants to use it. It's a call of separation. And he's going to call us, uh, as a missionary, as he calls you to foreigner. he's going to call you away from your family. A couple of things that we'll look at under this point. Uh, a, we see uh, we are called, uh, a missionary will be called to a separation from the ones we love. From the ones we love, get out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house. That had to be hard. That had to be difficult. And uh, but that's what a missionary is going to be called to. Jesus, in fact, called his disciples from that. In in uh, in some cases, in some ways, Uh, Jesus is calling James and John uh, uh, to be disciples. They're out in the boat fishing. And in Matthew 4, 21, uh, he sees them. And uh, they're they're in the ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. And then uh, verse 22, and they immediately left the ship, all their stuff, and their father, family, and followed him. You see that? There was a calling. There was a calling there. Uh, Of course, the greatest missionary of all time... Is who? The Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. And so he's an example of all that any Christian is ever to aspire to be. Whether you're a missionary or a preacher or, 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 or serving to uh, you know, fix things in the church. It doesn't matter what ministry you have. Christ is the example uh, for doing the, doing the best that we can for the glory of God. And by his grace, uh, whatever he calls us to do. Uh-huh. Christ is the example. Uh, we are called from the ones we love. Uh, in Luke 14:26, uh, Jesus uh, Jesus uh, said, "This is: If any man come to me and hate not his father, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple." And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. You say, what do you mean? We're supposed to love. Yes, we are. That's a, a comparative phrase there. What Jesus is saying is that, our, that we put him first. Uh, some have said we might compare uh, that our, our love to him is to become to the place that where our love for all others would be hate. Christ, The love for Christ is to be First. We don't bat an eye about doing the will of God. And if someone who we dearly love begs us to go contrary to God, we still don't bat an eye, amen? Why? Because our love is fully focused and sold out on Jesus Christ. Just like he was, was sold out on us, amen, when he came to die on this earth. So we don't bat an eye when God tells us to do uh, what he tells us to do, when God tells us to go where he wants us to go. Though it may hurt because it's not it hurts see departing from loved ones, and uh uh my wife and I actually, through god's will, have kind of experienced both ends uh, of that missionary call uh, We left family coming out here that was hard, taking grandkids away from their grandparents, not knowing if we'd see them again uh that was hard and uh and and we i i have gained a new appreciation uh, for, for my, my in-laws, my, my grandparents now, because God is calling our children away with our grandchildren. And so God says, now, now you can pray even more effectively you know, uh, uh, f- 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 for, for your father-in-law and your mother-in-law. And, uh, and by the way, it, it's a hard thing. But God calls a missionary to separation. Uh, to separation. Jesus himself was somehow, beyond our understanding, but somehow separated from the oneness he had with his Father when he came as a missionary to the earth. We believe in the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God is three and God is one. Uh, we believe that. But somehow there was a change there uh, in John 14:28, Jesus uh, says, Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you if you loved me you would have you would you would rejoice because i said i go unto the father for my father is greater than i see jesus for a moment 33 and a half years or so humbled himself and came and lived on earth though he was god in the flesh john chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 12 though he was god in the flesh what he put on a body that could be hurt he put on a body like you and I have that could bleed. He put on a body that could get tired. So he willingly humbled himself and, and took a lower place in a sense, the same, still one in essence, still one in the same being, but lower in position in in, in a sense for a while. The why? Just so that he could die for you and me and rise again and offer that perfect payment for our sins. Jesus praying to the Father says in John 17, 5, And now, O Father, glorify Thou me with Thine own self, with the glory which I had with Thee before the world was. Jesus was looking forward to returning to a certain glory that He had with the Father. And uh, so there was a separation there that in some way, beyond our understanding, had to be difficult, had to be difficult. Uh, yet, uh, you know, yet he did that for us. You know, we sing the song, He left the splendors of heaven, knowing his destiny was a lonely hill called Golgotha, there to lay down his life for me. If that isn't love, and the ocean's dry. If that isn't love, there's no stars in the sky. Amen? And on and on. There was that separation there. Uh, And he did that for you and me. Uh, As believers, we're supposed to care for others. Uh, Brother Dennis was talking this morning uh, about a, a negative way, about how sometimes believers look upon others, you know, and they become busybodies. Well, you know, I won't i saw this in so and so's house you know uh they ought to be getting that right with god you know and uh just kind of judging other people and such there's a negative way to to look upon others but there's a positive way to look upon others and god wants us to be living looking upon others what's that positive way i want to do the know jesus christ Do they know His love? It's sharing the gospel. By the way, uh, when you get to heaven, please remember you don't deserve to get there. The one who paid your way is Jesus Christ. And He's the one who paid the way for the world. Just the same way I got saved, called upon the name of the Lord and believed, is the same way everyone in the world gets saved. There's no difference. So if I just lovingly, and prayerfully get an opportunity to share the the gospel with someone else they can hear the gospel just like and share it from me just as i heard heard it shared to me from someone over 30 years ago now and then they can trust christ and be saved And, and, and to help our brothers and sisters grow in christ to help them as god directs think about philippians 2 4 in this light this talks about how Christ, you know, he was in heaven. He was he being in the form of God. thought not robbery to be equal with God. Talking about Jesus. Uh, but he made himself of no reputation. And took upon him the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. And. Uh, but we think about that. Philippians 2.5 says. Let this mind be in you which is in Christ Jesus. What mind? The mind in the previous verse. Philippians 2, four, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also what? On the things of others. That's exactly what Jesus Christ was doing when he came to earth. He was looking on the things of others, you and me. That's what he had his whole focus on was you and me. He was coming to make that way of salvation for the whole world. You see, heaven was a perfect place and, and still is without us there. It was wonderful fellowship between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit and the obedient angels, <laughs> at least. But you know what? Mankind, God's creation, had fallen and sinned against Him. And in the heart of God, He wanted them there too. He wanted us there too. And so thank God, He was looking on, on the things of others. And with that mind, Jesus Christ, being in the form of God, thought not robbery to equal with God, but made Himself of no reputation, took upon Him the form of a servant, was made likeness of men, being found in fashion as a man, He humbled Himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. What a missionary sent from paradise to this place you ever hear somebody say well I think hell's right here on earth they just need to read their bible amen Luke chapter 16 the message last week <laughs> they just need to read that chapter no hell's not here on earth uh, but but this place is, is a, it, it, you know, it, it is a pretty bad place uh, obviously compared to heaven <laughs> There's a lot of suffering here. Things that won't be in heaven. A lot of heartaches, a lot of pain, and uh, death. Those things. Jesus was sent from paradise to here. Can you imagine? It's almost unfathomable. Even experiencing everything that a person experienced from birth to death. was an amazing thing. Uh Second Corinthians eight nine says, For you know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. What? That ye through his poverty might be rich. Amen. Someone has titled that verse, That's Grace. God's riches at Christ's expense. He paid it all. Jesus. He was looking for you and me. A separation from the ones we love it's a separation to the one a separation to the one we love Lord had said uh, get, get thee out he says unto a land that I will show thee I like that what, what do we see there God is going to be with Abram he's not saying go on get out of here Abram just go where I tell you no what he's saying is come on, to a land that I will show, you, show thee. You and I, this communication we're having, this, this, it's just starting, Abram. Come on out, leave your family. I know it's going to be hard to do, but come on out, you and I are going on a trip. By the way, I love that when I think about the missionary call. Amen. Uh, God's not calling you to go anywhere without Him, okay? And he's call, He calls the missionary to go to be with Him. Where he's, where he's calling them. Uh, Jesus, when he gave that great commission in Matthew 28, um, 18, uh, we are going to all the world and uh, Mark puts it shorter and preach the gospel unto every creature. And Jesus says in Matthew 28, 20, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Missionary, he's not calling you to any place where he's not going to be with you. Or he's not going to be with you. And he's able to care for, for, for his. See our fellowship with Christ. If we answer that missionary. He calls us to a mission field. Away from our family. Our fellowship with Christ. Will make up for the strangeness of the land. And will comfort the heart. That will suffer sorrow for his sake. God will fill those voids. God will give that comfort. Paul wrote in. 2 Corinthians 1.7 our hope of you is steadfast he's talking to the believers there when you go through all these sufferings our hope of you is steadfast that is when you suffer for Christ knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings so shall ye be also of the consolation God will comfort you through whatever trials he leads you through it's hard, that'd be hard to leave your family yes it would but God will be enough He'll give you the comfort you need. He'll help you if he calls you to be a missionary. And you know, I think about Noah when he built that ark. Can you imagine? The Bible tells us God judged the whole world, and only eight souls uh, were, were saved uh, through, the, through the deliverance of that ark and that, and that flood. But you know, that must have been a scary thought for Noah. Can you imagine? Here, the world's been around. You know, wisdom has grown. Uh, uh, things have been built. Businesses have been start, started. You know, the world is full of, full of people, and God's telling Noah pretty soon, it's just gonna be you and yours. Well, no, he didn't really. He just, I guess, no, he didn't really know that. He told him, "Build an ark." I'm gonna flood the whole world. Noah, Noah, you know, you know building the ark, and no doubt he was. Uh, Bible calls him a preacher of righteousness. And, uh, and, uh, and, and guess what nobody went with him but his family by the way there was room you read the size of the ark there was room for a whole lot more people in that, in that ark than, than who went a whole lot more but can you imagine you know, think, on the other side of this I'm going to step out of this ark and there's going to be nobody left but us but you know what God didn't tell Noah, go into the ark. Noah, God told Noah, come thou and all the house into the ark. Why? Because he's in there with him. He's going with him. He wasn't sending Noah away from him. He's saying, come on, Noah, we're going. We're going. This is my plan. And by the way, God calls you to be a missionary. It'll be the same for you. If God's calling you to missionary, he's telling you to come with him. You say, well, preacher God couldn't call me to be a missionary. I'm too old. Abraham was 75. How you doing? <laughs> Moses was 80 by the time God, God got him going. Amen. As believers, we have to have our, the ears of our heart opened. God may call us away from our family, from our work. To go to a foreign field. To share the gospel of Jesus Christ. That others may know him. And we always have to have our hearts in tune to that. In tune to that. He may call. the communion Abraham had with God 2nd Chronicles 20 27 uh, Josaphat is remembering Abraham's relationship and, and who God is and such is calling, calling on God for help he says, uh, he says uh, you're able to drive out these inhabitants and, and uh, you drove uh, people out of the land back in Abraham's day he says you gave it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever what, a, what, a, what an amazing thing to be called the friend of God. Amen. You know, Jesus called us what? Friends. You trust Jesus Christ. Yes, he's your savior. Yes, he's your Lord. But he's also your friend. He's also your friend. He'll, he will go with you. God is so gracious. God is, he'll He'll, he'll, he's, he'll, he'll provide. He's He's so gracious. I think you say, uh, well, what if I go, you know, I'm walking with God and and God calls me away from my family and and then I go and I mess up and I get crossways with God, you know, I sin against him and then I'm going to be real worse off because I'm in a foreign land and God is more gracious than you and I realize. Jesus called Peter to go on a trip out of the boat and the water was real stormy. And Peter did well, full of full of faith coming out there. Lord, if it be thou, bids me that come unto thee on the water. Jesus said one word, what? Come. Notice he didn't say, go that way, Peter, go away from me. He said, what? Come. Come. Peter started out, stepped out of the boat. What happened? He began to look around at the circumstances. The rough season, and he began to sink. And Jesus watched him drown and said, oh boy, I wish he just believed the whole way. It's too bad he doubted there. He doubted there. That's not what happened, folks. Jesus reached out and what? Saved him. He delivered him out of his... Even though he doubted. He, and he helped him make the trip back to the boat. God is so gracious. He's so gracious. Remember when he uh, sent the unbelieving Israelites back into the wilderness for 40 years? because they had sinned against God and people had died because of their sin and he said you're not going to the promised land did you know that he still gave them cities they had victories over the, over the Amorites during that time they got to live in cities you know he still fed them with manna uh, he, he still sent that he still carried for them now they didn't have the privilege of living a longer life like they might have but they got to experience some blessings that frankly they didn't deserve like any of us ever deserve <laughs> blessings but God does that that's the way he is it's in his nature He's, he is God is good amen God is love he will, he, will, he will be enough for you it's a call of separation to God it's a call uh, of service to God it's a call of service to God he says, I will bless thee, make the name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. He wants Abram to be a blessing. Uh, we'll see some things about that. Uh, God promised blessings to those who serve him. I'll make it thee a great nation. I will bless thee, and thou shalt be a blessing. In Luke 22:35, uh, 35, uh, Jesus uh, it says, When I sent you without purse and script and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said what? Nothing. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it. And likewise his script. He that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. What did Jesus teach us through this these things? See, at one point he had sent some disciples that were following him out as missionaries to go and preach in the cities where he was coming and when he sent them out he said don't take anything extra with you nothing and yet what did he do he miraculously met their needs he says, remember when I sent you with nothing what did you lack and they said nothing even though we didn't take any extra with us we were still carried for everywhere we went but Jesus says, but now I want you to prepare. You do what you can to prepare to go as a missionary if God calls you. That's why missionaries go on deputation. Because they're trying, they're trying to raise support to uh, to get to the field. They figure out what it costs and all that. Uh, uh, they, may be, they may take some Bible classes and things to learn. They prepare. God says, you do what you can to prepare. Oh, well, what if? What if I get all prepared and, and my support levels up and I get to the field and it falls through? That's what the first part of that passage is for. Jesus says, by the way, just remember, I can take care of you when you have nothing. That's why, I think that's why he did that. So Just, just, just to show us, I, I want you to do the best you can to make your way, but when things fall through, the Talking Tens, our missionary in Germany, they lost 30% of their support the day they're ready, just before they're ready to go to the field. Churches that just dropped them. God's they're still there. Uh, God's still providing. Amen. Amen. Uh, promises blessings to, uh, to th- those who will serve him. Let me move along here down here. B. God promises blessings through those who will serve him. Through those who will serve him. Thou shalt be a blessing, verse 2. In these shall all families out of the earth be blessed, verse 3. You see, what was that called Abraham about? It was all about worldwide missions, according to Genesis cha- according to Galatians chapter three. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, if you just believe to be Jesus Christ to be saved, they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham, just like Abraham just believed God and left, and the scripture. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith. The Bible says God's call was related to worldwide missions there. Preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, In these shall all nations be blessed. So that they which be of faith are blessed with faithful uh, Abraham. Thirdly. We see a call of supplication. This is my last point. Abraham walks with God. And and he, by the way, you read his life. He had some sins. He made some mistakes. And God God has only ever had one perfect person to use upon the earth. And that was because it was God himself in the flesh, Jesus Christ. Everybody else, we've, we've all had faults and failures. Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus uh, uh, said, "Which of you convinceth me of sin if we, you, there was no sin in Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ's life? He said, "I do always those things that please him, talking about God. He never thought a bad thought, he never did a bad thing, but we, but we do. Abraham had some problems, but he, he was used of God. and uh, in Genesis 18 He's in, in, sitting in his tent. And, and, and the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. And we believe a pre-incarnate appearance perhaps. And, and a couple angels with him. Uh, come, to Abr- come to Abram's uh, tent. And, uh, and uh, they're going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. For the sins that are going on there. And uh, Abram's nephew Lot lives in that city. So Abram begins to beg. And in verse uh, 23, or we'll look at verse 22 of Genesis 18. The men turned their faces from thence. That's the angels. that they, they always appeared as, as men when people saw them. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. That was the pre-incarnate appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Abraham drew near and said, "'Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked?' peradventure there will be 50 righteous within the city will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein now think about this Abram, Abraham is pleading for the city not just Lot he's pleading for the heathen God will you spare the city God, somehow, surely you're not gonna. Surely, God, you're not going to destroy that uh, 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 lot with with that wicked bunch. Lot, lots a believer. He, he does not live too good, but he's a believer. Surely, you're not gonna. You're not going to destroy lot with that wicked bunch. No. What do you, what's he saying? Will you spare the city? Will you spare the city for fifty? What does God say? Lord answers, "If I find, if I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then will I spare all the place for their sakes." Abraham continues to beg, peradventure there shall lack five of the 50. Verse 28, Wilt thou destroy the city for lack of five? He's still pleading. If I find there 40 and five, I will not destroy it. He goes on, well, peradventure there shall be 40. God says, okay, you know, he says, I will not do it for 40's sake. Abraham continues to beg. He continues to be in supplication before God. Peradventure there shall be uh, 30 found there. Peradventure there shall be 20 found there. He said, I will not destroy it for 20's sake. And he says in verse 32, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Peradventure 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10's sake. and the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communion with Abram and Abram returned to his place but think about this Abram stopped asking before God stopped giving what if Abraham would have said God would you spare it for one person we don't know because that wasn't asked, apparently. But we do know Abram went all the way down from however many people lived in Sodom and Gomorrah, all the way down to 10. And God said, you find just 10. I'll spare it. God is a, such, such, such a merciful God. Think about this and I'm done. Abraham had, had that opportunity to be in supplication before God. This is what the Bible says about this, about the, about Abram. Uh, Genesis eighteen seventeen, the Lord is, is getting ready to, to come to Abraham and let him know what he's about to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. He says, The Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Jesus Christ came through the Jews. He says, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord and do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. You see, Abraham was what? Walking with God. God came to him with this information, giving him the opportunity to be in supplication for the cities he was about to destroy. Had Abraham not been walking with God. He might have just looked over the next morning and seen smoke. I wonder what happened over there. You see. But because he was walking with God what? He'd answered that call to leave. And he also answered that call of God during that service. All the time he's out there with God. Perfectly? No. But, 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 uh, but following God. Walking with God in faith. And so God gave them opportunities. A missionary call. And uh, we all have to consider that God may call us uh, to go uh, to the mission field. And uh, tonight we'll look a little bit more about, uh, this morning we've looked at, okay, if I know that I'm called, if I'm sure that I'm called, here's some things that I have to consider that I realize that God's calling me to and he'll be enough I'll believe him but tonight we're going to look at well how a little bit more about well how do I know what's this route of being called to the mission field what is that and we'll look at that um, we'll look at that tonight let's pray Heavenly Father I thank you for your blessings and goodness I thank you that some 34 years ago, someone handed me a track on the street when I was coming home from work. And they asked me if I knew for sure if I was going to heaven when I died. I'll never forget this time, Lord. And I answered that person, let me tell you something. When I die, I'm 100% sure where I go, but it wouldn't be heaven And that person showed me the love of Christ in the Bible. Shortly thereafter, I trusted Christ as my Savior. And he saved me and began to change my life. I'm glad that person came to me with the gospel. Father, I'm glad that we have the wondrous opportunity as a church to support missionaries, Father. Father, those that are taking the simple but powerful, life-giving message of the gospel to the whole world. Places that we can't go. Yes, we need to remember our neighbors and our friends and our family and our co-workers. But there are nations that we'll never be in. There are places we can't go, but you call missionaries to them and, and then you call us to to be a part in their labors in supporting them and I thank you that this church has been so faithful in that and all we want to do God is to be faithful to you you gave it all for us you were rich and yet became poor farther far more rich than we can imagine and, and therefore far more poor than we can imagine upon this earth and help us to remember that God just to give whatever you call us to give and make that commitment this this month as we each pray pray and, and then make that commitment and an anonymous commitment, nobody knows what anybody else gives. It's just between us and you. Help the individual Christian to pray to you and know that know the answer to that, but dear God also, you may call the missionaries from among us, and Father, if you call them, you will go with them. You'll be, you, won't, you won't be telling them go. You'll be telling them come. And Father, uh, as always, it's hard to leave loved ones and family and friends and occupations. But God, when you call, when you call, uh, it's time to go with you. And Father, I, I thank you that we've seen our children, our children answer that call. And I wouldn't want them for anything, God, out of your will. And I thank you for your blessed love and your blessed care for them and for all of our missionaries that we read about so much. And God, don't let us think for a moment. Should you turn one of our ears, should you turn our head, turn our heart toward you in that call, don't let us think for a moment that you wouldn't provide, that you wouldn't be mighty and powerful in the same way. Father, help us not to miss whatever you have for us as a church here. Father, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name for his glory.